0: Okay. Oh
1: wait, Shen hasn't actually started. Yet. Yeah, I haven't
0: actually started. Yeah, I. I'm. I'm no, I am I'm, like... I'm quiet to start again. 13. Hi guys, welcome to Hina Among Us, episode Thirteen. Thirteen. It's the most unlucky number you can get. But hopefully it's not as unlucky as... What's the episode again?
1: Was it nine? I think no, it was no. nine. Oh. 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 No, no, no. Seven? seven?
0: Eight. I eight? Eight. eight. I
1: think it was seven. I think it was seven. Seven or so. Yeah, I think it was seven. <laughs> I remember it was another um, odd number. Wow, that day <laughs> it was terrible. We like recorded I think three times. Yeah, And then we had so to like do it on a separate day because it was just not working out. It was so bad. <laughs> I don't ever want to remember that day ever for a <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um we were actually talking about moisturizers just now. So um anyone 'cause out it's, there li- it's nighttime and it's also skincare time. Yeah. So anyone out there who's listening, um, please recommend moisturizers for us. Hmm. mm mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Please, please, please. Especially for Shen. Yeah, for me. 'Cause I'm quite a lazy skincare person. So if you have a five in one moisturizer, I'll be down.
1: <laughs> oh my god. You know, I used to be that person who did like remember like a few years ago there was that Korean 11 step skincare yes. thing? Oh my god, Christian. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to do like cleanser, toner, serum, ampoule, oh my god. moisturizer, yeah, like every everything. Step. I had every step. But then my skin never got better. It got worse <laughs> and worse. And worse. And I was like, what the heck? And then I remember like, after I graduated from JC, right, I got, because I was at home the whole time, I was so lazy to do all the 11 steps. So it ended up just being like cleanser, moisturiser, or cleanser, toner, moisturiser, and then my skin mm-hmm. got better with that. And I was like, mm-hmm. is this 11 step skincare thing a scam or? I think you have to pair the ingredients well. Yeah so wow, that it
0: doesn't react to each so other. Wow, so tiring. Can you imagine? Like, when I use, like, H A, then you cannot use this. Yes,
1: no, I... Acid. I actually had that thing where it was, like, um, I would use an AHA and then um, on the day I used AHA, I couldn't use, like, vitamin C or something. It was what really the? very fun. And then, like, if I use vitamin C, I had to leave it on my skin for 20 minutes and then continue with my skincare. It was really, really damn fun. And then, like, I think because the 11-step skincare thing is, like, if you already don't have very good skin and then you apply all these products, it just overwhelms your skin. So that's what happened to me. So I ended up, like, breaking out even more and then buying more products to help out with the breakouts. Mm. And then, like, it just made everything much worse.
0: Yeah.
1: At the same time, I blame the internet for hyping it up. Then I think it's the... Buy more products was the end quote. Yes, like that's the whole purpose of the Eleven Steps skincare. Yes, is I to agree.
0: Really, just thinking about skincare, like looking at getting a moisturizer. Cause I never buy skincare. I always yeah. just get whatever my mom like gives me, or like when we enter a store and then like, she's buying for like, I'm Just like I, I want that one, but I actually don't really know what it's for. So like I'm now I'm consciously, um. Yeah, I'm like consciously trying to find and look out for skincare that is good for my skin, and that's really tough because skincare is so expensive. But yes. yeah, 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 that is an investment on myself. But you know, yesterday I was shopping for moisturizer and I ended up getting like four lip tints. I feel so cute.
1: for what? <laughs> Please. Um,
0: yeah. and, I don't and like, wear lip
1: products anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, so one of the things that
0: I got was the Glossier, uh, Generation G.
1: <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay, okay. <laughs> one of the influencers I follow on um Instagram, like she loves the Glossier Generation G. Generation. Yeah, there's so yeah, many that people one. I
0: know that love Generation G, and um, I always held back for buying from it, but, buying it, but like I saw that it was on sale, so I was just like, okay. I'm
1: done. But do you it's know what I done. do? I, I always go and search for like the Glossier Cloud Paint and then I add it to my cart and then I remove it from my cart because it's so expensive and I'm like... But it's so good. I have I two know, of the Glossier but it's like I'm expensive. not going out anywhere. I'm going to be at home and like I, I don't even wear makeup for any of my Zoom classes. Like there's no point. Maybe mm. on Fridays I kind of wear because I have like a few more classes on that day. But it's like mm. there's no point in me wearing makeup. Fair enough, fair enough. But at the same time, it's like, I look at all these, like, natural makeup looks. And I've never been one of those people who enjoy natural makeup. Like, those, you know those fresh face, you know? You don't wear, like, heavy foundation. You, you kind of wear, like, a very, like, um, I guess, illuminating, sort of, like, glossy blush. And then, like, a faint lip. And, like... But, like, you can't even mm-hmm. wear that out. And it won't appear well on Zoom. You know. Precisely It will just mm. look like Me Regularly But maybe mm. With less Dark like, icicles mm. <laughs> Yeah just Just a little bit
0: <laughs> Yeah Yeah but I love Lip products And like A lot of my lip products I got a long ago <laughs> So I was clearing out All my lip products Like Showing like, like things That have in the, same in the color. Color. Yes. Yes oh. <laughs> um, This time round, <laughs> I still got the same Colors <laughs> I love reds. Like I really love reds. So I, I yeah, love collecting reds. Red. Yeah, it's a very certain like I like the either the like the warm red or like the um something blue, red, right? Red. Oh no, I don't like blue reds actually because I feel like they're too bright. like brick red? Right? Brick red. Yeah, I, I love brick red. Yeah, I love like that borderline. Like I love brown reds lah. So. Mm. But it's really hard to find brown weights, and um, especially like because I don't like looking like I have a full bold lip. I like the blotted lip effect. Oh, yeah. So, what I normally okay. do is that I put on lipstick and I blot it, and then I put it on and I blot it to give that like blotted finish.
1: Yeah, so. I am literally that- the only one out of the three of us who actually applies lipstick <laughs> without like applying a little bit and then like blending it out or like blotting it off. Like, I just <laughs> full on wear the lipstick. Yeah, I love blotting.
0: I look crazy. My um, Yeah, it will be too strong on me. I mean, okay, it depends. If I'm wearing like a coral, like a coral, most of the time I can do with that. But then, if I'm like wearing a bright red, and I, I, like Honda said, I only have reds in my collection, so <laughs> I can't always be wearing a red lipstick. Fifty yeah. shades of red.
1: Fifty shades
0: yeah. of red. I really do have fifty shades of red. Okay. Oh
1: my god. Like even my blushes are red. I love red
0: so much. <laughs>
1: Why are, your brushes?
0: Yeah. Why are your blushes red? I like the like the very like, it's like red, it looks red, but when you apply it on, it's like a very, like just a very bright pink. Chris has an color. actual red know. blush. So, yeah, I have
1: an actual red blush. I know, it's the orgasm one, right? Uh, no. It's what? Oh, no, Exhibit, Exhibit a, a, I think. Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, I remember.
1: I, I did for so long, and then one day I was just like, you know what? Screw it, I'm just going to buy it. And I love it. I love that blush. But it's like, I have no reason to be wearing red blush. I, I, <laughs> I feel like
0: I don't it's not that I like red because I like red, but it's just cause I think red looks good on my face.
1: I mean that's yeah, I, like I mean red. that's yeah. why you buy certain colours anyway. I mean you're not gonna go out there man. and buy a colour that you know will look like yeah. trash on you. I will never
0: buy purple. I look so bad in purple. <laughs> like I look horrendous in purple. Just I mean, kinda hard, hard to, to look nice nice In purple. Hey, face look all. Just
1: cause I do crazy Eyeshadow looks. That's true, that's true. I can't even like, imagine how that purple while. lips. Yeah, it's been a while, Chris. Oh my gosh, you know, like, my last Instagram post was, like, February. Dude, my last Instagram post was last year, January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, like, not, I mean, I'm kind of, like, done with Instagram. Dude,
0: I de I deactivated my main account, like, Oh, really? A week ago, yeah, but I had to cause, cause I only reactivated it cause I needed to find an assignment and I can't deactivate it cause you have to wait one week. Oh yikes! Yeah, cause I was really getting so tired of the noise and I was working well just by like posting on my private. Same. Yeah,
1: and like, it just felt
0: so good not to care about other people's lives, like. I just, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Like, I think I I spend ninety percent. Actually, no, not even ninety. About. of my time on my private, like, I'm never on my main account. And every time I go Mm. on my main account, I remember why I'm always on my private. Like, and not just because, like, let's just say that there's a whole bunch of people, like, that I follow, and I just don't want to have that much noise, as you said. But it's like, on my private Instagram, if I go on my Explore page, it's, like, really very catered towards me. And, like, I never get that on my main account. Because of my mm-hmm. private is so small, right? And then when I go on my explore page, it's exactly the content I want to see. And I know it's not content that is going to, like, piss me off or anything. It's just mm-hmm. nice content. Which is mostly just um, rabbits and dogs. And Some cats. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, but, you know... I guess it's okay to take breaks from social media. Like, it's okay to, like, deactivate your main account, you know, Mm. just to, like, get away and go into, like, a safer space. Especially with, like, the climate of social media these days. Like, sometimes I don't even want to get onto Twitter because it's just, there's so much negativity. Mm, And I know, and I know, so so a part of me is kind of torn because, like, you go on Twitter and... There's all these, like, important movements there and, like, a lot of things that I should care about. But there comes to a point where I just feel very helpless and exhausted from it. So I have to, like, actively tell myself that it's okay to put those things aside. Like, I know there are real-world issues and I should care about them. But at the same time, I also have to prioritize my mental health and myself. Yes. So, like, I'm barely on social media. Like, I go on social media, I scroll a bit, and then I'm, like, out. Oh. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Same.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think we we moved away from it already. Like, I don't really see a need to update my my social media at all. Like, yeah, I used to like always post pictures of myself, what I'm doing, what I'm eating, um, mm. and like like for example, posting pictures of my partner. Mm. But I don't do that anymore because I don't see a need on like letting people know. And I also feel like that's because of the numbers that I have on my Instagram. It's like. We're close, but we're not too close for me to share, like, yeah, Yeah, so, and I think it may have, like, been attributed to the fact that Instagram created that close friends function, Mm. you know, which makes you realise, like, who is in your inner circle, and, like, who you want to share information with, Yeah, but then,
1: to me, it's like, if you're going to have a close friends function, you might as well just use your, like, private private account, or, like, your spam account, Mm. or whatever, you know.
0: I think most people actually do um close friends because like they don't like to have two accounts. Yeah, I know. So it's easy for those people who don't just want one account. I yeah.
1: mean like, then, I have two accounts and I just abandoned my main one. <laughs> mm. Mm. I think the main one just gives I you like, like live updates of main
0: people.
1: I like not a lot of people are updating, at least on my timeline, on my main. Yeah, okay. Oh. When I scroll, there's like the post are two days ago. Yeah, okay. Um, Instagram's algorithm sucks. I hate it so much. Like, I, I really, agree. really, really don't vibe with the more likes above the kind. Yeah, and like, it really annoys me because sometimes I see content from like a week ago, and I don't care. I want to see like like newer, updated posts. And also, I feel mm. like it's so weird to suddenly receive a like from a post that was like a week ago or two weeks ago. Like, I kind of know it's just strange to me. When is from, like, 2019, so it's going to be even more creepy Yeah, like someone mm. That's because, like, Instagram, like, randomly boosts particular posts. That's why. I'm
0: quite curious what story you have for me today, Honda English. Honda, I am begging you, Okay. Salaman is still going on And I don't want to get frightened Like It's to a point Where I sleep in the, okay, the same scary. room As me okay like, I asked her to sleep In the same room as me So she's like Right there Sleeping soundly So that that's If true. anything There's someone else In the room That can protect me Or oh, someone that I-, <laughs> I can just like She's so that
1: scary. there <laughs> Don't come for it's me not that, <laughs> It's not that scary Man Okay Hopefully it's not okay, that scary Okay but then again I feel like Honda Has a different tolerance Level of Yeah that's yeah. true Maybe I find scary stories that actually no. Funny let's do.
0: just let's not say Honda has a different um tolerance. Let's just say Chris has a different tolerance. I think <sighs> that makes Stop more it! Sense.
1: I don't even have a tolerance. What are you talking about? Exactly. It's <laughs> <I'm> non-existent. <laughs> negative. Okay, I'm gonna move on to my story, and I I'm pretty sure y'all have never heard about this. Or maybe you have, but I don't know. But it's also um. A kind of story we've never covered before, so y'all wanna guess what kind of story it is? Um, animal. Incest. Oh, um, um okay, we've covered okay, <laughs> we've not really covered incest, but we've done a bit of incest stuff. BDS Oh. Sorry, wrong topic. <laughs> <laughs> Was it because last week I went he's so big. He's so big. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh
0: they are so little. We never really about school. Okay, I would say that
1: this kind of killing is like very. It's like common. common in like India or like Middle Eastern countries. Great, right. But we covered mm. that already. It's not sexual assault. Okay. Okay, so maybe I'll. Revenge just... killing. Uh not really a revenge killing but like direct violence is it is a murder okay i'll help you guys out (laughs) (laughs) okay so um the story i'm gonna cover today is about an honor killing oh Uh, yeah it's an honor killing we've never done honor killing before and like Mm. um i remember reading about this particular case many many years ago in an issue of reader's digest like, my family used to subscribe to Reader's Digest. Yeah, and um, I remember reading about it and, like, for some reason, this story has just stayed with me for so long. So, like, a few weeks ago, I was, like, it just randomly popped into my head again, but I couldn't remember what it was about, so I went to, like, Google. I feel like, because I'm Indian, like, I know a lot about, like, honor killings, and it's very common in India, and it's just... It's really sad, so I feel like this is kinda close to my heart, but not in the sense where I've experienced it, but it's because, Mm -hmm. like, in my culture, like, this is... Like, in Indian... In India, and, like, Indian culture, like, this is quite prevalent. Like, it still happens until today, and, like, um, it's not just honour killings, but there's also, um... Like people who throw acid at women who like reject yeah. them and stuff like that, and it's just it's just a very horrible thing. And yeah, so today I'll be covering the murder of Shafilia Ahmed. So on fourteen July nineteen eighty six, Shafilia Iftika Ahmed was born to Pakistani parents, Iftika and Farzana Ahmed, in Bradford, West Yorkshire. So Shafia was the oldest of five siblings um Iftikhar actually had a previous marriage to a Danish woman but what happened was he was pressured into marrying Farzana so Farzana is actually his um cousin mm-hmm. her parents were from a village of Uttam located in the Gujarat district in Pakistan they were Sunni Muslims which is like the I think the the largest population of Muslims, like the type of Muslims, and they spoke Punjabi. Uh, the family lived in the Great Sankey community in Warrington, Cheshire. Shafilia went to Great Sankey High School and then to Priestley College and she had big dreams, Um, one of which was to become a lawyer. So things were very bright for Shafilia, but mm-hmm. unfortunately there was trouble at home for her. Mm. Her parents were very traditional and they wanted her to behave like a traditional, you know, Pakistani girl. And they expected her to behave in a way a woman would in, like, a rural village in Pakistan. So Mm. this meant that they didn't allow her to wear, like, short clothes. They they didn't allow her to talk to boys. She couldn't wear makeup. And, Mm. like, yeah, so she... Shafila had to... Whenever she texted friends or, like, texted boys, she would have to delete conversations... Because, like there's this off chance that her fam- her parents might you know uh check her phone and stuff like that, so Shafilia had to live like this double life, this life that was outside of home where she was more I guess western, and then at home where she had to act as like the traditional daughter, mm. and yeah, so as I mentioned that like, this was obviously a reason for conflict in the family, so Shaphilia's age, so at the time of her death. Shafilia was um 17 years old. So you know at that age it's a um like kids go through like uh an experience where they start to learn more about themselves and what they like. And it's really mm-hmm. a time for them to grow and like understand who they are really. So at this point, Shafilia was exploring her identity and she obviously felt a struggle between, you know, her the Western ideals that she grew up with um in her society, being from England. And also like the traditional ones that her parents were trying to instill, um, into her at, at at home, and um, so in cases of honor abuse, a lot of times like the abusers tell tell the abused things like, uh, if if you like don't succumb to these customs, like you're a bad daughter, you're a bad sister, like you're a bad Muslim, and like because of things like this, like Shafilia just she had this sort of tension where she couldn't negotiate it and on march 10th 1998 her parents actually called the police because Shafilia and her younger sister they left home and they didn't return but later on in the day they they came back themselves mm-hmm. and then on october 3rd 2002 Shafilia's parents um actually they refused to send her to school they stopped her from going to school and they essentially held her captive at home um noticing this her teachers went to like talk to her father and then her father eventually allowed her to go back to school so this in in a way is like um an example of the abuse she faced like her parents intentionally kept her from going out of the house they kept her at home so that she couldn't like go out and like socialize and then um Shafilia actually runs away from home again on November 25th but she's found in a park with bags and, like on February third, two thousand and three um she runs away again, and at this point, Shefilia has already run away three times from her from like her family uh things seem to escalate more for Shefilia because she actually registers herself as homeless, and she she says that um she's afraid that her parents are going to forcefully get her married to somebody, and like in some context of these arranged marriages. Usually these young girls are married off to men that are like twice her age. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. twice their
1: age. So Shafilia actually feared that her parents were going to force her into an arranged marriage and that's why she actually registered for homelessness. And she was actually granted like the... Like she 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 got officially registered as homeless. But then like, unfortunately for Shafilia, like things became worse for her. On eighteen February two thousand and three, the Ahmed family go to Pakistan for a relative's wedding, and Shafilia is actually taken there with uh by her father with two of her other siblings. And in order for her to get on the plane, her father actually crushed up sleeping pills and put it into her fruit juice. Whoa, yeah, wow. Yeah, they had to um make her unconscious in order to even get her on the plane, and. While there in Pakistan, Shafiliya actually went to swallow bleach and it damaged her throat so badly that she needed treatment and therapy for it. And what her father actually said was that there had been a power outage and that instead of taking a cup of fruit juice to drink, she actually drank a cup of bleach. Which is like obviously bullshit. Yeah. because like bleach has a very strong smell and like obviously yeah. like you're not going to mistake it for fruit juice even in a power outage and it's not going to be stored at the same place right? yeah it's not going to be stored in the same place and like this is an obvious like suicide attempt and her father mm. was obviously trying to hide it what actually happened right when they brought her to Pakistan was that um they brought her there because they actually found a potential suitor for her but Shefilia actually turned down the suitor. And the whole point of this was her family was trying to force her into a marriage. And, like, after this came to light, like, her parents actually denied all of this. They, they... they, And, like, that's why the father says that, you know, she, she drank it on accident because she thought it was fruit juice. Yeah. And the scarier... The scariest thing about this trip was the fact that when they brought her to Pakistan they had no intention of bringing her back to England. Yeah, and she was only 16. And what happened was, her father actually left her in Pakistan and returned to the UK. And like, just a reminder, at this point, Shafilia had already drunk the bleach and like, her throat was very, very badly damaged. But her father left her there with her relatives in Pakistan and returned to the UK. And then... Iftikha, which is her father, actually went to refund her ticket. He refunded it for like £250. Wow. Mm. Yeah. But um Her injuries to her throat was so severe that her family, they actually called Iftikha up and they were like, you know, you have to bring her back to the UK because our healthcare system here in Pakistan is just not adequate enough to treat her. Mm -hmm. So they brought her back. And... On a note of how controlling Shefilia's parents were, Shafilia's parents would, like, constantly lock her in a room. They would isolate her from her own siblings and, like, prevent her from leaving the house. Are siblings male? No, she had... I think four sisters and a brother. But she was the only one that was controlled? Or? She was the oldest, that's why. She was the closest uh, in age okay. to Marijuana, marriage. Marijuana. Yeah. Marijuana. But I think um with like her her parents used to isolate her, and I was watching this uh documentary and um someone there was saying how I think this girl was like a like her friend or something. She said that sometimes the siblings would like sneak food to her mm. because like the family her parents kept her isolated from her siblings, mm. and um before she left the house or anything right um Iftika and Farzana used to, like, check her clothes and check her bag. And when Shafilia went out, before she came home, she would have to remove all her makeup. Like, she would, like, I guess secretly... When she went out, she would secretly wear makeup. And by the time she got home, she would have to... She would remove it all. And this was just, like, so she wouldn't get into trouble with her controlling traditional parents. Mm. And you know how I mentioned that Shafilia actually ran away, like, several times? The thing is, she would always return home because... Under the under the guise of honor, her parents had basically guilted her into questioning her love for her family and like her duty to it, and they manipulated her into thinking that she was a bad sister, a bad daughter, a bad Muslim, and basically this is a very classic case of honor abuse. And just like mm. any form of of abuse, the victim actually doesn't know that they're being abused. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. this, it's this perpetuated cycle, you know. So, Shafilia eventually goes missing again on September 11th, 2003. A week later, on September 18th, Shafilia's former teacher, Joanne Code, calls the police. Joanne Code had actually overheard like Shafilia's siblings and friends. They were talking about how they were very worried about Shafilia's well-being. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. um, during this entire time, this entire week that Shafilia has been missing, right, her parents had not called the police at all. Mm. so the police began to investigate and that that's when they came to know that there were problems at home and they, they also like checked CCTV footage they couldn't find out any CCTV footage at all so it's as if Shafilia had like completely vanished Um. so the police obviously were like what's up with these parents you know like your daughter's been missing for one week and you didn't even bother like calling so they went to ask the parents like why didn't you do it and Shafilia's parents said that she probably ran away to a boyfriend's house, which was also like, "Are you kidding me?" because really a boyfriend these these were people who didn't even allow her to look at boys, and then now they mm. were saying that you yeah, know she was at a boyfriend's house, so obviously like quite suspicious right and like during this time, um iftika and Fazana actually painted themselves as victims of Shaphilia's behavior, so like they 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 made it seem like Shafilia was doing all these like terrible things to them, like oh you know how pitiful they are, and like it worked you know that like, the community actually took pity on them. But the thing is, the mm. police um grew more and more suspicious because for some reason Iftika and Fazana didn't seem all that concerned about Shafilia. They were more concerned with their own public image. Mm. And here's the thing, Iftika and Fazana actually became very unhappy with the way the press was writing about them. So they so they hired a lawyer because like they wanted to fight against defamation. And they mm. accused the police of racism and Islamophobia. Whoa. Yeah. And like this is where I was like, Wow, they're actually manipulating um like the public. Because you know mm. when you accuse the police of things like the police are being racist to you or Islamophobic, yeah, it's really it's like quite big. Yeah, and you know when you make claims like this, people are going to come on your side. Because, okay, like, frankly speaking, racism and Islamophobia are things that people, like, Muslims in the UK face all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what made me so pissed off about what they did was the fact that Mm. they use this for their own benefit, but there are other people out there, like, other Muslims who are genuinely persecuted and they don't get justice. Because yeah. of this thing, and what they did is just like trivialize, yeah. the, like they, they went to trivialize the issue anyway. Mm-hmm. Rant of Iftika and Fazana over, <laughs> so they accused the police of racism and Islamophobia. And you can actually find images of them online where Iftika and Fazana are crying, <laughs> yeah. And like the images look very convincing, mm-hmm. but. Mm. This was just trying to get attention off of them. They wanted the police to like, like, wanted people, I guess, to shift focus. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Five months later, in February 2004, a body turns up in the river Kent near Sed- Sedgwick? Cumbria. 110 kilometers away from Warrington. So Warrington is actually where the Ahmed family live, right? Uh, so, this body was found by a few workmen. The corpse had a gold zigzag bracelet and a blue topaz ring, which identified it as Shaphelia's body. Nice. so the body had been so badly decomposed that the coroner couldn't actually determine the cause of death and like there were no broken bones or anything in the body, so it wasn't like an mm. obvious like assault. so the coroner used DNA from her right thigh bone and like um they also used like teeth from her lower jaw to determine that the body be- uh, belonged to Shafilia so there was about a 90% match
0: mm.
1: mm. Iftika and Fazana were arrested by the police on suspicion of murder but because there was no evidence they couldn't keep them and eventually they were released on bail and after this like if I'm not wrong, I think, like, the police went to, like, bug the house and anything and stuff. But the thing is, like, nothing came of it. There was no evidence of, like, the parents killing. I mean, the parents murdering Ushifiliya. That is until 2010. So, literally, I think, seven years later. Don't bring the math. It took right. a while. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, six really years later. Really six years later.
0: quite a long while. Yeah. But it's quite normal for that. Yeah, like that that lag time.
1: Actually it um okay so the reason why it took so long was because the police knew that if they were going to find any break in the case, someone from within the family has to speak up. Uh mm. yeah because um they, so they they're just waiting. Yeah so mm. actually I think they actually I don't know why They were trying, I guess, to find evidence because they, like, bugged the house and everything. But they couldn't find any concrete evidence. But I think the police... At this point, the police knew it was really an honour killing. And in cases of honour killings, like, usually the family keeps very quiet about it. You're not allowed to speak about it. Mm. Yeah. So that's why it wasn't until 2010 when there was a break in the case. So on August 25th, 2010, there was actually an armed robbery in the Ahmed household. So, three mm-hmm. men with guns broke into the Ahmed home and tied up Iftika and Fazana. And it would actually turn out, and by the way, this is a plot twist, it would mm-hmm. turn out that their younger daughter, Alicia, had orchestrated the entire thing. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah. That well, sounds like a movie. I know, right? And like, it was Iftika and Fazana who actually said that they believed that Alicia had been behind the attack. And they went to yeah. say that Alicia um was like... Like, she had joined bad people. And the thing is, like... This was the kind of things they used to say about Shafilia. You mm. know? So, obviously, the police arrest Alicia. And mm. during the investigation, Alicia basically goes... I need to t- tell you guys about another case. Like, I need to tell you something... And basically, Alicia reveals what happened on the night of Shafilia's murder. So, on the night of Shafilia's murder, Pozana had actually gone to pick her up from her part time job at a call center. And Shafilia had been wearing like a short sleeve shirt, I think. And mm. this pissed her mother off. So, her mother began to like verbally abuse her. And like, she kept like yelling at her until they got home. And when they got home, Iftika like he he got involved in like the argument, and like at this point, um, uh, Alicia says that she hears her mother go, "Just finish it here." Oh. Yeah. So her parents actually mm. pushed Shafilia into the sofa, and that's when Alicia heard her mother say, "Just finish it here." Basically, Iftika and Fazana shoved a plastic bag into Shafilia's mouth suffocating her to death and alicia went to say that you could actually hear her gasping for air yeah it's very gruesome and um i I think also as she was like struggling like towards the end like she lost control of her bowels and everything it was just Mm. a very tragic death and what makes this even worse is the fact that if the guy and Fazana actually committed this murder in front of all the children. So all the children saw it happen. Uh, yeah. Yes. And then to silence the children, they said, if you say anything about this, we will do the same thing to you. Uh. Yeah. And then they just sent they just sent the kids up to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after they had murdered Shafilia, Iftika actually wrapped Shafilia's body in a blanket and brought her to his car. Mm. And her mother, Fazana, just returned to bed and slept as if nothing happened wow. at all. Wow, yeah.
0: that's quite.
1: It's. I can't even. It's quite gruesome. So Alicia also, like, she was the first one to essentially break the silence about Shafilia's death. So, in a way, she she went against what her family said. Like, she, she broke that silent rule of, like, you cannot speak about this. And Alicia was saying that, yeah. like, on the night, like, the children after witnessing the murder and going to bed, they just mm. knew that they weren't supposed to, like... Like, it was just something that they should never, ever speak about. Mm. But Alicia took that brave step, and the police actually, like, offered her protection... Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Alicia took the stand against her family and she testified against um, her parents. And then on September 7th, 2011, 51 year old Iftika and 48 year old Fazana were charged with murder. On August 3rd, 2012, they were sentenced to life in prison, prison with a minimum term of 25 years. And on 14th July, it's actually the National Day of Memory for Victims of Honor Killings. And it was organised by a charity called Karma Nirvana. And 14th July would be Shefilia's birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the heartbreaking story of Shefilia Ahmed's death. And it's very sad because if this hadn't happened to her, like today, Shefilia would probably be a lawyer. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. and she had like, you know, big dreams and stuff, but it was taken too soon. Yeah. It's
0: a bit threatening, but yeah.
1: It's just, uh, I remember because I was watching like this little documentary to like get more info like as I was researching the story and then there's somebody in the comments who was like, why bother going to another country if you're not willing to like accept the new culture and stuff like that? And it's like yes, it isn't really the problem though. Yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's a lot more complicated than just like, you yes. know, moving to another country and then just accepting you know the the new cultures and traditions also because like um in a lot of these cases these people view like the westerners as the other and people that you shouldn't, yes. like, mix with and stuff like that. And that was what yeah. happened in Shofilia's case. It's just that Shofilia being born and raised in England, right, she obviously was a mix of, like, Western culture and, like, yeah. the traditional um culture that she had at home. And if you're not given space to negotiate these things, right, then it's... So it's just really sad. It is really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people like really don't deserve to be parents. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just crazy because Iftika was actually like pressured into a marriage with Pazana. Mm. and like, like he was trying to pressure his daughter into a marriage as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lesser-known thing about Iftika was the fact that, like, apparently he would, like, go to nightclubs and stuff like that. So, it's very, like, hypocritical at the end of the day. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it's sad, but...
1: It's more like a control dominance thing. Yeah. Mm. The story was really, really good, Chris. Yeah, I I just... In an ideal world, these things wouldn't happen. Mm-mm. In ideal world, that is. In ideal world. And it's just very heartbreaking that these things happen to women. Mm. You know? And, like, until today, you have cases of young girls still being married off to men twice or thrice their age. You know? And they're forced to have, like, children at a very, very young age. Like, before their bodies are even, like, matured enough to actually carry mm. a baby to full term. And then, as I mentioned, you know, like, cases of acid attacks, when women actually yeah. do stand up for themselves. It's mm. just... Yeah. You know, people, people talk about how women have more rights these days, which is true. Mm. Women all across the world do have more rights these days as compared to, like, 10, 20 years ago. But we also have to look at, like, societies where like, these things still happen. And, like, this is why we still need feminism. This is why we still have to, like, stand up for women and we still have to fight for women's freedom. Because we live in, like, a society where, I guess we're privileged enough to not suffer as much as women, you know what I mean? But there are societies out there where it's a lot more complicated. Hmm. And in those societies, you can't just go to them and say, hey, like, you need to be, like, you need to adopt the more feminist thinking. Like, the way we perceive feminism, which is like, you know, you get a job, you be independent, it's not the same way it will work in a different country. hmm Yeah. Oh, this, this just became a rant. <laughs> I mean, not just, like, certain countries, but even in the US, there's some yes. states do permit some form of legal child marriages. Yes. Yeah. So like, a lot of like, I don't know, yeah. more Western countries would think that it doesn't happen in their own backyard. But it does. Mm-hmm. It does. And like, truthfully, a lot of these things are happening like, underground anyway. Yeah. So you can for have sure. laws set in place, but this these things yeah, still sure. happen. Yeah. Yeah. You would like, never be able to catch up and catch these people. Yes. And also, like, like in the Ahmed family's case, like, families keep quiet about this. Yeah. Even though they know injustice is happening, they won't speak out because it's like speaking out against the family and that's against the loyalty, you know? Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your story, please. You. No problem. <laughs>
1: Honda, just when it's like time for my story. <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh no, the internet's like cutting out. It's not that scary. I'm so yeah. That's why I'm telling you. Every time we get to the paranormal story segment, things just happen. Do you like mm. internet just starts cutting out and stuff like that? That's so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. The most funniest moment was when we saw that Shen's drawer was like open, mm. like her cupboard door. Oh my god, still hot. And I was like, though. "Was it? Was it open?" <laughs> oh, was the whole it time? always open?
0: Uh... scarcity.
1: <laughs> it's okay, we're safe. Like, what could possibly happen? You say this now. <laughs> do you want to ask? Do you want to ask, ask that question? No. Okay. Oh, you want to get a spooky wooky story? Oh my gosh. People <laughs> are behind me. You want to ask? I think I'm about
0: your face. So you can ask her.
1: Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. My scary story today is about the pochong. No. <laughs> oh my god! You guys know about it? Of course. I've heard about it. I don't know what it is exactly. But <laughs> Anything <you> do. Stop. <laughs> Related to Asian ghosts, right? I probably... Okay. Stop it. Well, well, did it Chris have... is not going to like this. Did it Can have... scribe.
0: Yeah, okay. The face is... the. Image
1: I'm actually is... really nervous right now. Like, I'm actually really nervous. I it hate not, it, it. It's not when... just the face. It's the Stop. whole thing. Okay, sorry. Asian <laughs> yes, yes. ghosts in general, like, so Please scary. We do be able to sit tonight already. I know this. Stop. I'm actually, like, really nervous right now. Like, my hands are shaking, dude. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, let me grab my little soft toy here, okay? <laughs> okay. So, the pochong is an Indonesian ghost and in Malaysia, it is known as hantu bungkus, Also mm. known as the wrapped ghost. Mm. So... Wrapped, wrapped. Okay, okay, okay. I heard as a rap <laughs> I heard it as a at
0: first.
1: Rap. Like, <laughs> <rap>. like, <laughs> like... Like Hip-hopper. a sandwich wrap. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, wait. I heard it oh. as a rap as in like the... <laughs>
1: rap like yo yo
0: kind of rap oh
1: right. like, Wait, no completely different ideas of rap you yes. know i always talk a lot more during like the horror ones cuz i'm trying to make myself yeah. feel better <laughs> okay, okay i can tell okay so in the Indonesian language pochong refers to the cloth that is used to wrap the deceased body before burial Oh, uh, okay. This is slowly <laughs> coming back to me. Like, the familiarity is... Oh, okay. I going to stop talking. Okay. okay, when you hear the details about how... It I'm starts, nervous. I Honda, I'm really nervous. I haven't even started. It's always like, I haven't even started and you're yeah, like, scared. Chris, stop. Whenever oh, you, you say the... things like, when you hear the details, I'm obviously going to get scared. Okay, okay. Okay, so in Muslim burials, after the body is wrapped, they are tied in three places. So, over the head, around the neck, and under the feet, so in three places,, mm-hmm. I just like looking at Chris, so you have this like yeah. terrible smile on your face, and I don't like it <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, according to their belief, the soul of the deceased person lingers on earth for forty days after they die. Mm. so after these forty days have passed, the ties have to be cut loose in order for the soul to escape. Mm. However, if the ties are not taken off, the body will turn into a ghost and jump out of the grave. Stop, a so like <laughs> if you like accidentally forget, you're like oh shit,
0: <laughs> or if you mm-hmm. purposely don't want to go and
1: untie lah. Stop. Why would you think about that? <laughs> I'm like more of like oh like an overdue library book, you know, like you accidentally miss the due date, and then like you have to pay a small fine. Okay. Or if like the body doesn't have any caretakers, you know. Okay. Yeah, well yeah. that Like too. no family. I don't want to <laughs> imagine something intentional. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> so the pochong are known to hop as their feet are restrained. Mm. And they can leap about 40 to 50 meters. Mm. Stop it. Some sources say even to 100 meters. As them to go and join the high jump category in the Olympics. <laughs> it's oh also God. known to roll on it. The, it's also known that they roll on the ground as well. It's because mm. the feet are restrained, so you know, yeah, the only option is to hop. So if you encounter a pochong, it will not harm you, but they will follow you around. Stop! Also, I just got chilled. I'm so scared. What so I you imagine is? a white wrapped being just jumping from behind you.
0: Yes, I will imagine that. Thank you, Honda. <laughs> Why did you
1: look around? I hate it. I hate this so much. And you should also not block its path. <laughs> somebody who walks very slowly. I'm <laughs> blocking everyone's path. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. The only way to evade is to act dead or run away as fast as you can. I can't do any of that. please. I'm gonna move on to like a story that I've seen quite like a bit. If you know the YouTube channel Snarl, they talk about this story as well and I found it on another website too. So there was a little girl who lived in a kampong and after school she had to attend religious classes and each time she went she had to pass through a small forest.
0: I hate this already.
1: I hate this. It's only the first sentence. <laughs> okay, so the trees were closely packed and never let any shed light light to shine through. The place was always creepy and deserted and she hated having to pass through the area. One night, she finished her religious classes and was passing through the forest as usual. As she walked, she was scared and kept saying prayers under her breath. All of a sudden, she heard some bumping sounds behind her. Stop it. I'm scared. I've got chills. (laughs) I'm like really, really, really nervous. (laughs) She kept saying her prayers, but the bumping sounds followed her. When she walked slowly, the bumping followed softly. When she walked fast, The bumping sound grew louder. Mm. Just as she was reaching home, the girl plucked up enough courage to glance behind her.
0: Why would you do that?
1: What she saw filled her with horror. It was like a newborn baby, but it was all wrapped up in a white shroud of death. No! Terrified, she shouted, Go home. I I I didn't disturb you. You shouldn't disturb me. Then she turned and ran home as fast as her legs could carry her. Mm. On the way, she heard the bump, bump, bump following her. Desperate to get away, she started dodging through trees and jumping over ditches. Eventually, she ran down a long path, turning left and right until she managed to lose the ghost. Mm. When she finally got home, she hurriedly washed her legs and face. And the next day, she told her mother what she had seen. Her mother said that it was a pochong and told her daughter that she, would have, she should have hugged it. Hugged it? Jeez Louise, why? It's also a belief that if you're brave enough to wrap your arms around a pochong, you'll become very wealthy. Oh. Then you should untie the knot over its head and set the soul of the dead person free. Is it worth it though? And Is it worth it though? Is it worth I mean, it though? It, the, the Pojong is an uh is harmless. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> it it's just visually kinda scary. It is very visually scary. Please like send a picture like a to a white Chris.
0: I'm
1: just You're imagining I seen. I'm just trying to imagine the turnip guy from House Moving Castle so that um the, the hopping thing doesn't scare me as much. This is white. <laughs> But then the body is like It's 40 days After 40 days So it's you know Decomposed So it's like a mm. gross Dark face <laughs> Picking through the white cloth
0: Yes oh. I've seen many pictures So I'm not that Scared I have not And I don't want to see anything There is in Singapore also no, I... though Just saying
1: <sighs> Imagine At night Like the floor above you You hear like the bump but, um, okay stop um, it I hear that a lot Okay <laughs> My
0: neighbours upstairs Are <laughs> damn noisy That is either Neighbours Marbles Or
1: Something else oh who's the damn marbles Okay <laughs> Freaking marbles oh, but On a happier On a funnier note Apparently like um, There are people In Indonesia They are dressing up As the pochong To scare people mm. From not going out Of their houses Because of the pandemic <laughs> That's quite funny, actually. Yeah, and people there really believe and they're really scared of the pochong, so it's very effective.
0: Oh my god, we should do that in Singapore. No! No,
1: we (laughs) should not! Please don't! (laughs) You can differentiate (laughs) everyone. Can you please just take pity on people like me? (laughs) Yeah, ask, like, Halloween Horror Night to do a pochong. Oh my god, neighbourhood Halloween Horror Night. Stop it. No, 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 no. Asian Ghost Night. Socially distant Halloween her- horror. Halloween, her- Halloween <laughs> <laughs> Socially distant Halloween horror night where I am at home. That is yes. my social distance. <laughs> you are always at okay. home, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm freaked out. Thank you very much. It's the image stuck but in your head. Sorry, no yeah, it's the, story. Yeah, just it's just the image. Okay, I'm not gonna think about it. Cleanse, cleanse my brain. Cleanse oh. thoughts. No thoughts. Head empty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I
0: guess this is the end of our episode thirteen. You know, it was a really interesting story. Thank you, Honda.
1: Honda, I'm scared, Honda. I've done my job. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I hate the way you say stories. You are just like slow, and then you always like say very foreshadowy things, and I get very nervous because I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my main goal is to scare Chris. Stop! That's me. not even that difficult yes. to do. Hmm. I need a tougher challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Should I move it's on to that? the am
0: Yeah, guys, hit the hay. Oh my god!
1: Let just stay up. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because I actually have bags of hair at home, so like <laughs> I <laughs> can <laughs> actually hit the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat the hay first. Then you go out of your room start working it. (laughs) And scare your rabbit. Your rabbit will be like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he will legit be like... (laughs) Mom, I know I'm not eating that. (laughs) Side-eyeing you. That's all he does, side eyes. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support us, please rate us 5 stars on Apple Podcast and click follow on Spotify. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and whatever podcast platform you listen to.
0: And you can follow us on Instagram at H A U Podcast. Show us a DM or send us stories if you'd like. I would really appreciate some seven mango stories to be right now. Like <laughs> comment b- like just drop us a DM so we can scare Chris with more stories. No
1: so, Shans like, <laughs> don't tell me scary stories and then Shen's also like, yeah. Tell me scary stories.
0: Yes. Tell you know me like it's a seven month, so Stop it. it. Yeah, but then you can tell me. I'm already in the day, but i won't read at night. <laughs> That's right. And it's, and
1: it's like twelve thirty-six a.m. You know? Exactly.
0: Okay, oh okay. I'm trying to sleep for one a.m. so I won't get scared. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening, and see you guys next
1: week. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay Bye. safe and be healthy, everyone. Yes. See you next week. See you, you, bye!